Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Will you ask the uh, house to bring back all those motions, the ones that I mentioned that were the most relevant. Our team will be asking to bring back the most important issues facing Canadians, particularly in economic recovery, but also serious questions about cover-ups the Trudeau government committed before the last election. The National Microbiology Lab in Winnipeg, one example, pandemic documents that they refused to release, the Trudeau government was willing to take Parliament to court rather than to be accountable. Canada's Conservatives from day one will be united and will hold Mr. Trudeau to account. Well, what do you know? That is a question from our friends over at Blacklock's reporter, The Voice, Tom Korski. I could hear it a mile away, but he was asking Mr. O'Toole whether or not he will make sure that committees are opened back up they can get back to work digging into all the scandals. Tom Korski joining us now. Of course, he is managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. Good to have you. Thank you, Alex. I will get into that in just a minute, but there's a couple of things I want to ask you. What, what did you make of Trudeau's apology today? Apparently, he calls it a mistake. Now, I look at a mistake like you forget to shut the door. Um, you know, I don't see how the prime minister's office or the prime minister with all the issues management, all the teams around him can make a mistake that big with no one catching it. Native Women's Association uh, commented on the fact today that this act of contrition, as they put it, came after much public pressure in several days and should be seen in that context. I can't top that, Alex. That's frankly a very insightful and eloquent comment on this apology. Yeah. There you go. I mean, I was raised, Tom. Sorry means you'll never do it again. I think uh, Mr. Trudeau and I and every other Canadian were raised very, very differently. But the other the other thing he did today with uh, Christian Freeland, who is clearly now his buffer, um, is announced this uh, vaccine mandate. And uh, it is confusing. It is unclear. I know they had campaigned on this, but this to me is policy made up on the fly being rolled out on the fly it is you know i think going to be very confusing for canadians who are now forced with a patchwork of vaccine policies all across this country none of them make sense but what was confounding to me is that federal employees are going to have to get vaccinated or go on unpaid leave and it's all going to be about the honor system like really You know, uh, when you say it was done on the fly and it's confusing, this is precisely the case. Done on the fly, public service unions say today, they had one business day to comment on this. They're they're governed by collective agreements. They have workplace health and safety committees. They got a, a news release. And the Treasury Board was not interested in their employees' comments. So it was literally on the fly. You can't do it any more fly-like than that. This is confusing because it's deliberately confusing. Alex, the the Mm -hmm. statements by the Prime Minister and his deputy do not match the actual policy. When you read the fine print of the policy, did you know there are as many people who work for the Government of Canada who are exempt 
as are included in what is not a vaccine mandate at all. As you say, it's the honor system. Uh, A reporter pointed out in technical briefing that you require more proof of vaccination to attend a bar in Ontario than you do Mm -hmm. to be a federal employee. So in other words, it was, no matter how thin you slice it, baloney. No one's getting fired. No one will lose a penny in pay. All you have to do is say, sure, I'm vaccinated or I'm a Jehovah's Witness. You can keep on doing what you do, which raises a serious question about why this was a fetish as a slogan Mm -hmm. for cabinet to say we mean business this time. They don't mean business. And there are serious questions as to whether vaccine mandates even work. Yes, uh, but it, it played well for the election and gave him something to run on, and um, and there we go. A um, couple of other things. So the question you asked Aaron O'Toole yesterday when he survived his leadership vote was, will he set up all these committees again where they can review millions of internal documents on pandemic mismanagement and other things like the firing of these Chinese scientists at federal labs? Um, all of these, of course, shut down once the election was called. And he said, yeah, pretty much they're going to get back to business on those things. Very important. All opposition parties are in favor of those investigations. They all supported it and participated enthusiastically. This is important, Alex. In the absence of any sort of royal commission or inquiry into what went awry, all the records are there. And they have been, the cabinet has gone to the gates of hell to conceal those documents to the point of filing a federal court claim to block disclosure of public records involving a federal police raid on the National Microbiology Lab that had to fire two Chinese scientists with connections to the People's Liberation Army. Are you kidding me? And this was all done. There's always the excuse it's national security or we're busy with COVID. Or there's there's always an excuse in this town for avoiding Mm -hmm. accountability and disclosure of public records so people know what's going on. Those are important votes. Opposition have the votes to compel all those investigations to resume. They will do so and wait for it. It it will be solid gold. Yeah, I bet I know. I'm going to have to book you five nights a week. Uh, but yeah, um, assuming that um, they haven't sealed the records for 35 years, we should be able to get all the things, uh, you know, kind of uncovered that um, Mr. Trudeau certainly didn't want covered and hoped the majority government would get rid of. also find this interesting. Uh, so the Department of Public Works is refusing to disclose terms on yet another sole source contract, this one again to a Quebec supplier um, that got a nice little $42 million contract for this San sanitizing machine that it said would allow hospitals to reuse high-grade N95 masks. And this was something fast-tracked by Health Canada. We only know of two provinces that got two of these machines. So where's the rest of the money? And why? Uh, as we see in internal emails, these are uh, these mo- machines are the size of a refrigerator. They weigh a thousand pounds. They cost about one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a piece, and the idea is to sterilize high-grade N95 masks for reuse twice, about four hundred masks at a time. Well, mm-hmm. who wants this? Who, who who asked for this? As even the Prime Minister's Office political aide said in internal emails, this. This baby's a last resort, definitely a last resort, as one staffer said. The point is not to keep reusing masks, and indeed, there's some problem with certification on that. 
The point is to get more masks. How can you have shortages in a capitalistic society? You make more masks, and the doctors and nurses have more masks, and then we save more patients. What was with this goofy sterilization machine? Well, you know, it was such a successful contract, the company brought back 38 employees off layoff. So it worked out for them. Don't know if it worked out for the taxpayer because the feds won't disclose the terms of the contract. Yeah. Well, maybe those will be part of the committee. I mean, there's so many of these documents and so much spending that went to kind of liberal friendly, uh, you know, ties uh, that it's uh, it's just it's staggering that more people don't know about it, because I know you guys have certainly been reporting on it. But, uh, you know, always follow the dollar, as they say. And, and I'll save my favorite story for the last, because this is the old do as I say, not as I do. And I, I do not understand why this was even a thing. But, you know, we get finger wagged to death as well as taxed to death because we're sold that, you know, told that that will save the planet. But here, Infrastructure Minister Catherine McKenna, who is now no longer um, in politics, she took nine staffers. They went around, what, 10, they spent $42,000, 10,000 liters of fuel so they could do a climate change farewell tour in Canada? I mean, they logged 22,000 kilometers by air over 10 days. And I'm sorry, I, I, climate change was not her portfolio. It was a farewell tour. It was, it was a gift, really, to herself. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank precisely. You, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, taxpayers of Canada. And it, it, the entire point was for McKenna to get literally get off the plane, put down the snack tray, Pick up her luggage at the carousel, get in a chauffeured car, and go to a news conference where she could talk about reducing emissions. At no point did yeah. those thoughts collide in the eight brains that were on that plane. At no point did those did the irony, the deep irony, collide. You know, this was in the year when Cabinet said in its budget they would ban unnecessary travel, and mm-hmm. when Cabinet has nagged to an irritating degree the rest of us, on how we're just not getting the job done on reducing emissions. It's funny. It's infuriating. I'm going to miss Catherine McKenna as a reporter. Yeah, but the good news is she said on her Twitter, she's not in political life anymore, Tom. She's not going to hold anything back now. And I'm like, when did you ever hold anything back? But we'll always have memories and those travel (laughs) bills. Yeah, no kidding. Well, I do recall the trip because she took a lot of pictures of herself diving into different parts of uh, Canadian waters. And uh, now I know why and how much it cost. It never stops the hypocrisy. (laughs) Nonetheless, appreciate it, Tom. Can't wait to see what you got next. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Tom Korski, managing editor over at Black Locks Reporter. Of course, you can get them by subscription. They are worth every penny. They give me Lots and lots to chew on. Stay with us here on Point on Global News Radio.